a two-part question, if I may. Will you once and for all, yes or no, definitively say that Russia interfered in the 2016 election? Well, I think it was Russia, and I think it could have been other people in other countries. Uh, could have been a lot of people interfered. I said it very. I said it very simply. I think it could very well have been Russia, but I think it could well have been other countries, and I won't be specific. But uh, I think a lot of people interfere. I think it's been happening for a long time. And away we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Back at it, back at it again. Back at it. Mm-hmm. So, welcome back. I am Ernesto Mancibo. I am Pablo Morali Martinez. And together we are Robots, Robots versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. So, um, another week, another week of um, shit to just lose your mind over. Um, and I'm feeling especially petty this week. Are you? Honest. Are you really yeah. feeling that petty, really? Yeah, I okay. am. I am. Just today on the wonderful world of Facebook, we see uh, little snippets of video of our uh, inglorious president um, <laughs> over in Poland greeting the prime minister uh, and his wife. And uh, <laughs> I got to say, people... People ran away with it, and um, look, it's petty. It's petty, I'll admit that, but um, I still like to laugh at the guy. You know, Me too. I mean, like, I, who doesn't, at this point, like, given his poll numbers, like, who doesn't like to laugh at the guy? Basically, that's all he's good we for. We have such an idiot for a president. We really do. We really do. It's like, the fact that we've survived this long tells me that there is a God somewhere, but... Um, so anyway, he... He went into, uh, well, the the prime minister, uh, the prime minister's uh, wife, uh, who, who is whose name is Agata Kornhauser Duda. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, she <laughs> was walking toward Melania and extended her hand, and Trump thought that uh, she was reaching for his, so he stuck his hand out, and she just like totally went right by him psych <laughs> totally psyched him out and shook melania's hand and look to be fair uh, later in the video she also shook his hand but if there's one thing that you absolutely cannot deny is the look on trump's face when when he um when he went in to shake her hand it was uh he was just like oh She's not shaking my hand. The hell, you know, and I mean, he. Why can't I get what I want? I mean, he was he was really completely like dumbfounded for a second. He was just like, "What? What's going on?" You know, um, and it just it just showed like the the content of his character, where he expects to be the focal of the focal point of attention at any given moment every every moment it's, it's just got it's all about him it's, it's just got to be about him all the time it's all about him and that's why we laugh because it's just that those inadvertent moments where it's just like no you don't take precedent uh all the time um yeah it was just uh it's just nice to see and that's my that's my pet <laughs> that's my petty moment of the week <laughs> and this has been ernesto's petty moment of the week god oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but uh, no, I I saw that and I was like, that's fucking awesome. Because you know we're we're just just looking at the man. Uh, we're dealing with somebody who is kind of just like uh, can't uh, can't let anything. You're right. It can't not be about him. It just can't. It just can't not be about him. Like he always needs to be like the like the the person in the room that draws all the attention and all the news has to be about him. Look at us. We're just we have to talk about him because he refuses to to like let things just be. Well, I mean, we talk about him because it's we're living inside of an absurdity and not talking about it is sort of like a step toward normalizing it. And I refuse, refuse to let this era, this time, whatever, whichever way you want to refer to it, uh, be normalized in any way. I, I want decades from now when people ask me about it, they're just like, the hell was that like? And I'll just tell them it was the weirdest, worst time that you can imagine. I mean, it's like if you if you if you can imagine um, like irritable bowel syndrome growing legs and just walking around like that's what that's what this presidency is you know uh, so like yeah we have to talk about it simply because it's a, and and you're right uh pablo like he can't let any moment be not about him remember it was last month or two months ago where he was at some summit it was it was the last time he was in europe before this time that's right that's right and there was a a group of world leaders you know standing together and he busts through them and yeah he pushes one of them aside and and like adjusts his suit like oh you know i'm here now everything is okay it's just like (laughs) it's like you dick what a dick such a dick it's like oh he's the guy he's the guy that (laughs) if he was at if any party like the women would just be like moving away from him they're just like oh this guy's a dick he looks like if he gets too drunk somebody's gonna get raped you know so <laughs> well so i mean you well know, you know like he is not- the first president that has had sexual assault charges against him i was looking at a fucking picture like given all the fucking uh photographic evidence like about uh, like his his trademark brand of misogyny, I'm still completely bewildered as to how this man became our president. Because I saw a picture where um, he's feeding a woman grapes at crotch, like she's kneeling before him, Ugh. and he's feeding her grapes at like crotch level. And I'm just like, how, 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 how is this man president? Did no one see this fucking bullshit where it's like, he, I, I don't know. I, the, and this is this is the this is the problem, right? He's already it's starting to agitate me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is this is the response he he wants, right? He mm-hmm. wants people to be talking about him, and he wants to build this kind of weird like agitation. He wants this kind of. He likes it. He, he lives for this kind of shit. The the publicity, the 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 fact that like you know people are talking about him nonstop because uh, because of some kind of buffoonish thing he's done mm-hmm. to put us all in danger. But he can't he can't comprehend why it's not translating to better poll numbers because when he when he did this um, as a reality TV show star. Um, he would just see ratings spike because it's just like, oh, he said or did something so outrageous. So it's translating to something positive in that world that he lived in. 
and he's not he's not exactly seeing that um, uh, analogy uh, with uh, this current job, which you know he thought would be easier. <laughs> but uh, I think that that's the major sticking point for him. He thinks that the outrageous behavior that he had on the campaign trail, which translated to crowds and people uh, being raucous at his rallies and and everybody just mouthing off. It's just like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, I can just be who who I am um, in my normal life and everything will work out. And then you forget, no, when you're when you're the head of a forum or the head of a country uh, that includes everybody, whether you like it or not, there's going to be blowback. And listen, the majority of us, and I'm, I really believe this, even though there's a significant number of, you know, right wing nuts, the majority of us tend to lean toward being a little more um, reasonable. You know, even those of us on the side of reason, we may not always agree to each, with each other, but there's a general consensus that this guy is just terrible. And that's being reflected in the numbers and in people opposing him and it really fucking bothers him. Yeah, but the ratings for him are like through the roof, you know. Um, and, you know, he may hate CNN. He may body slam CNN. Uh, but uh, CNN and pretty much like any news outlet that basically, you know, says his name, you know, their ratings spike when, mm -hmm. it, when it happens. And that's what he that's I think that's what like I'm like wondering, like, is this? Is this the point of his presidency? Like, is this what he's aiming for? Like, high ratings? Like, he's not on a goddamn TV show. This is the fucking world stage, mm. you know? And, like, him, like, talking about how, you know, um, giving, like, va the vaguest of details of how he's going to deal with North Korea. I mean, that's not going to fly. Mm. Like, that shit's not going to fly. It, it, it's It's... If anything, it just makes him seem like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like I, I, you saw that article that I sent you, like the whole mm -hmm. like, like the whole tweet thing mm -hmm. with Putin and like you know, like he needs his yeah. his memos, uh, with his upcoming meeting with Putin to be like 140 characters or less. That's incredibly frightening. Yeah, when it when it comes down to uh, this president, it's just. You know, I, I think that these tactics are meant to uh, stroke his ego, but I also think that they're partially designed as um, as a distraction from the deplorable things that uh, the GOP is doing right now with healthcare, with repealing anything that Obama um, put into uh, practice and put onto the books. It's it is it's the most petty presidency since uh, George Bush Jr. Um, essentially kicking off the second Iraq war because um, somebody tried to kill his dad at one point. So, Oh yeah, man, it's, that is one of my favorite sound bites of that era. Oh, you try to kill my dad, you know, it's like, really, you want to, you want to <laughs> mire all of us for a personal grudge even. Yeah. And, and, you know, your dad has probably some of the best security on earth. Uh, so just chill, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, I don't know. I, I mean, that that's the thing that like that that's actually you actually touched upon something that I've been thinking about for a while. Mm -hmm. Like um, every time uh, Trump does something to 
uh, kind of uh, throw us off balance or have us talking about something incredibly stupid, mm-hmm. you know, just like his, you know, usual casual douchebag buffoonishness. I'm wondering what's going on behind closed doors, like while the rest of us are like focused, while the, all our backs are turned, you know, Mitch, while all our backs are turned, Mitch McConnell goes to work, you oh. know, and he, uh, he's fashioning up fresh hells for uh, the coming future because it's my, my paranoid belief. And I have this kind of paranoia, right? Mm-hmm. That, um, that uh, what the Republicans are going to try to do and what Trump is tr- attempting to do with them, despite the fact that he seems to do battle with them every other day, mm. um, is that he's trying to fuck things up so bad that even the ne- if we even if we elect a Democratic president mm-hmm. after him, our economy is going to be irreparable and the rich people are going to be doing so well mm-hmm. that um that there's no way a democratic president will be able to put it back together and that will force the american public to once again turn to a republican president because a democratic president is going to be seen as uh like you know a lame duck because he he doesn't know what to do like i kind of like that's why i kind of applaud like what obama did Mm -hmm. because what george w bush did is kind of the same template Mm -hmm. he kind of fucked things up so bad that those things eventually got passed on to obama like those problems got passed on to obama through the the media arm of the Republican Party, which is fucking Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that uh, that's probably they're they're playing the long game. Mm. Like Mitch McConnell's playing the long game. He is trying to see if he can fuck things up as like so bad that the American public is just going to have to elect an, uh, another Republican dunce president. You know. I don't know if he's playing the long game because I don't know if he has that long left. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm praying, but these motherfuckers, these Republican assholes have long staying power. They're fucking ghouls that yeah. just they just hang on. Look like, at Cheney. I mean, the guy had three heart attacks. He's got to deal with Satan. He's good. <laughs> oh, has him on speed dial. Are you kidding me? Sometimes Satan screens the calls. He's just like, is it that fucking Cheney again? Oh. Tell him I'm on vacation. Whatever. But (laughs) Hitler's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's busy right now. You know? He says that every time. (laughs) Don't make me come down there again. (laughs) But, um, um, but Mitch McConnell, he, um, if he's playing the long game, I think, I think eventually these guys are going to trip over themselves because if there's anything about old Republican white male thinking is that it's it's thoroughly like rooted in uh, pa- uh, old ideas. Um, and the era that we live in now, ideas turn over so fast um, and evolve so quickly that it's difficult for anybody to really keep up with it. And I think that's something that the Republicans may have manipulated 
happened this past election cycle because so much of the country felt like uh, even though we still had our problems, we still progressed beyond a certain point. I mean, how many of us really thought that we'd see this level of overt uh, racism and bigotry um, in in our current era? We thought that it was kind of like a, um, a relic of the past, but here we are seeing a somewhat evolved version, but for those of us, especially people of color, because we essentially have a sixth sense for this shit, it's just like, oh, it's the same shit, just put in a um, a different, like, uh, lovely, sparkly yeah, uh, Ziploc bag. Different you know? labeling, yeah, there's, there's a different kind of, like, you know, it's not slavery anymore, it's like minimum wage and, like, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, you know, part-time work and like you know, uh, putting being put in jail for like carrying like a small amount of drugs or yeah. whatever. It's essentially like Jim Crow laws, just um, mixed in with um, religious oregano. You know, it's it <laughs> is it because these these motherfuckers. Religious, religious oregano. oregano it's like we're trying to Hashtag like <laughs> religious oregano make it happen people all the, all two of you listen <laughs> the legion is growing yeah. we we promise the legion is growing yeah. but uh yeah them them trying to repeal things like marriage equality and um just making it difficult for anybody who is not uh male and white uh reeks of these old uh social structures that we just fart our, fought our way out of in the 60s um, and they're trying to reinstitute it in a different way and it's just like we're not having it people have especially people who have been marginalized we have long memories and we're gonna fight the entire way and listen if you think you're gonna win it's not gonna happen what's what's gonna happen they'll they'll be struggle I mean I'll give that to the Republicans they know how to make struggle but winning no, no, I, 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 I just don't think so. I think people at some point are going to, um, well, they're already doing this, but uh, they're going to continue to rise up and speak out in ways that is just going to um, not allow this shit to come to pass. Right. Um, I mean, I, I think that like uh, with with like. Uh, the kind of struggle, the the kind of brand that the Republicans are operating under, I think because of, of President Forty Five, mm-hmm. um, that that branding is starting to reach its sell by date, which mm. I don't think I would have ever <laughs> have said before because I felt like because I felt like uh, for a while I thought Mitch McConnell was like this uh, House of Cards esque uh, Machiavellian mastermind, right? Mm. And mm. now I all I see is that Trump is constantly throwing a wrench in the in his dastardly plans <laughs> because because of his own incompetence uh, because all all of uh, all he does is attract attention to what the Republicans are actually doing because we are still very much paying attention to the AHCA or whatever health plan bullshit health plan the mm-hmm. uh, Republicans are coming up with. And, uh, you know, today in Washington, the director of ethics, he, res- he was flat out resigned. And before <laughs> that, there was a fucking former prosecutor. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I think her name is uh, He Chen. Uh, she also resigned 
and she made a remark saying that her working there and her trying to like like trying to manage ethics within this current administration was like like organizing chairs on the Titanic. <laughs> Actual quote. Uh, mad props, mad props for that, bro. Yeah, that should be like, that should be in a museum somewhere. Miss oh Chen, my God. your your words will be remembered. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh my like, God. And I'm starting to think, like, have you like? Th- I feel like there's this growing list of people that have either been fired or quit from Trump's either administration or various, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, departments that are linked to the government uh-huh. because they are just like, holy shit, this thing's about to implode, right? I, I think the people at the fucking State Department are leaving like in legion, mm-hmm. like because they're they're just done. With, like how how do how do they manage this kind of shit? You know, um, and it's all because of like the shady business ties that. Um, that we haven't seen come to light yet that have to do, they're like these weird, you know, dead ends, these dark roads where, uh, the, basically the Trump administration is, uh, basically trying to like overshadow that with this clown show when we're not really seeing where his basic, where this clown show's funding is actually coming from. You know, that's a really scary thought because a lot of these people who are uh, leaving the ship en masse have um, been in their departments or been involved in government through at least two wars in the Middle East, as well as an economic downturn of 2007-2008, which was uh, the most devastating of our times. And then this guy comes into office and they're like, fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dealing with this. Like... The other shit was bad, yeah, but know. this, you know, that says a lot. Ooh. Oh, man. I'll, now, I, now all I keep thinking about is, um, I don't know if you heard the, uh, the transcript or you saw the transcript of, of Trump's uh, talk about uh, how he's going to deal with the uh, North Koreans. But it's the most vague. Like, it sounds like, again, I, I know I feel like I've made this joke before but it's starting to not appear like a joke anymore. It sounds like a kid that uh, was given a book to read over the summer, mm-hmm. didn't read it when he came back, and is winging his way through a book report, huh. like, on the last day. <laughs> sounds like a script for the DCEU. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wonder Woman was fucking yeah. great. The rest? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that, I rewatched Suicide Squad. Why? Why you hate that movie? You literally, (laughs) you literally like shit unprocessed M and M's when you talk about that movie. Like, why would you watch that again? Uh, Wait, wait the the animated Suicide Squad or the live action? No, no, the live action Suicide Squad. Did somebody have a gun to your head? No, (laughs) uh, I watched it because I. I was tired of rewatching um, uh, Civil War for like the umpteenth time, and I was just like, you know what? Let me just go back and reanalyze. How could you be tired of Civil War? <laughs> <laughs> I just keep rewinding like the moments where you know 
Tony punches the shit out of Captain America. <laughs> oh. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're jumping too prematurely into the robot section. <laughs> but whose suit was fucked up at the end of that uh, movie? That's all I'm saying. Come on. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> Tony. That's all I'm saying. Rooting for Tony is like rooting for the Mets. It's just. I mean, he always gets the crap kicked out of him. <laughs> right. Gets the crap kicked out of him. And, yay, he got a consolation prize at the end. He got a little flip phone from Cap. <laughs> if you ever need me, buddy, just give me a call. Isn't you that You used something? to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> Late night when you need some help. Fighting on the Civil War. Sorry, I'm stop. <laughs> We're jumping too far ahead. We're jumping too far ahead. It's like now we're having a good time. We have to be miserable for a while. Like, there, there has to be some cross pollination. All right, there, all like, right. You know, I mean, it's like these worlds are not completely separate anymore. You know. Right. 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 At least not in my mind, anyway. But <laughs> I'm sorry. So what? Um, so what else? <laughs> okay. Um, um, well, if it we, looks like we're not going to be. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you, were you no, I, I was just going to say to touch on something you you had brought up briefly before. Okay. The whole um, tweet that uh, President Forty Five made of the video that had the CNN logo. Oh yeah, I almost I almost forgot about that. Yeah. There's so much Trump news. Oh yeah. man. There always is. There always is. But yeah, um, he he tweeted like. I can't. I I really can't believe I'm about to say this. He tweeted a uh, a gif of himself making a appearance on WWE wrestling somebody. He was wrestling Vince McMahon. He was it wrestling was Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Yeah. Oh well, okay. Well, that legitimizes yeah. it a little more. But <laughs> um, and somebody superimposed the CNN logo on Vince McMahon's head to make it look like Trump is beating up on the news, and. He tweet he the the president uh, tweeted this. Um, and By the way, Melania, like I know this joke has been made a thousand times, <laughs> but Melania's um, anti cyberbullying uh, <laughs> like initiative still hasn't taken root. Uh, anyway, but but I got to say, um, in touching on that, John John Legend straight up said that in a tweet he was just like uh it's getting off to a slow start isn't it you know <laughs> um so major props to john legend but uh so yeah the president tweeted this out and people rightly so um were up in arms about it because it's like he was advocating violence against the media which is not unprecedented i mean some people would say like oh you know he's just defending himself but when he was on the campaign trail like reporters were routinely roughhoused at um, at his uh, rallies. And it's just like he's to attack the media, you know, not just physically, but also philosophically. I mean, there, there were there have been uh, news conferences at the White House that where the media has just been banned, like straight up banned. Right. Like like, C, like CNN, again, got a sketch, a sketchbook artist to come in and do sketches of the um of the uh, of the press meeting um, in the White House, the way you know, SketchUp artists do uh, court renderings. You know, since 
cameras aren't allowed in, in most courts. So, uh, yeah, this is the situation that uh, we find ourselves in. We have a president that inadvertently threatens the media with physical and violence. Retweet from where exactly? Oh, oh, this is this this little tidbit of news. Mm. I mean, we haven't heard from the neo-Nazi section for a while, you know. Um, oh, but busy uh, in the woods. But yeah, yeah, I know. There's there there we 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 haven't heard from them because you know Trump has been hasn't been affiliated or connected with them for a while. Mm. But you know that made its little resurgence. It reared its ugly head again. You know. Well, they were all probably licking their wounds from getting their statues torn down in the South. <laughs> so you know. Fuck Robert E. Lee. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> And his Confederate ass. Anyway, y'all lost. Okay, yeah, <laughs> deal with it. Oh, libtards! You guys lost the election. Uh, yeah, well, you lost the war. Okay, yes, the, yes. the Civil War, <laughs> and not the one, not the fun one either. <laughs> Tony and Cap <laughs> and Ant Man and Black Panther. <laughs> but uh, so, so anyway. Yeah, that's the that's the situation we find ourselves in there. And CNN uh, did some research because they were they were pretty pissed at this. I mean, when you're when you're a media outlet, you're sort of you sort of get sick and tired of being treated like um, like you're illegitimate. It's like for Pete's sake, you've broken some of the most major news stories of the past decade to 15 years uh, to the world, and to have this guy, this inexperienced guy in the office of the presidency occupying the office of the presidency uh say these ridiculous things about you it 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 starts to piss you off so they um did some research into whoever the original poster or author of this um gif file uh depicting trump beating up on cnn uh who happened to be on reddit right right Yeah, yeah yeah he was on he was on reddit and uh they found out his identity um, on Reddit, he was posing as a 15-year-old, even though he's middle-aged. Um, and <laughs> Oh, my God. It gets worse. That's <laughs> just like an onion made of shit. <laughs> and um, when he got found out, like, he he must have known, oh, wow, I'm... I'm uh, to have a major uh, media outlet like CNN kind of find me out is not good for me. So, to his credit, he immediately wrote an apology he said you know i shouldn't have done this i was wrong i'm not going to do this again i'm reforming yada 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 i found god yeah i found god <laughs> please please don't expose me and cnn to the to their credit they said okay you know um we do have this guy's identity he did apologize um uh but just so you know in case he goes back on his word we will release his identity and um, that was that, you know, and that's pissed off a lot of right wingers because they're like, oh, it's blackmail. This and that. It's just like, no, no, they, they report the news. <laughs> and if you want to be news, they'll report you <laughs> straight up. You know, if you want to be famous, they'll make you famous straight up, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think I think I, good on CNN. I love how they complain. It's just like, oh, well, you guys can't do this. It's like, oh, right? Really? Like, fucking, 
you know, how you and your Breitbart goons, like, went after fucking Leslie fucking Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just made her quit fucking Instagram and Twitter and shit. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, some of them have uh, threatened a, um, a CNN reporter. I, I think his last name is uh, Kalinsky or something along those lines. Um, the guy that broke the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're, they've been threatening to uh, dox his children um, and expose. What the fuck is dox? Doxing. Doxing is when somebody. Uh, goes online, looks up your information, and posts like your address, um, your phone number, and stuff like that, so that people can harass you, um, make death threats, and stuff like that. Because wow. usually public figures try to be very uh, careful about that information because they, you know, they just don't want people uh, skulking around them. But um, a, one of the favorite tactics of people on the on the right and the far right is to engage in doxing, uh, not just to Figures who are well known, but also regular folk. It's yeah. like you know. I imagine just... like yeah, no one is safe from from them being just assholes to people. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it's it's one of their common um, threatening tactics because you know they they wanna they wanna talk about like people on the left being a certain way, but then they turn around and immediately go to violence or the threat of violence. So it's just like somehow those mental gymnastics work for them, but you know whatever. Um, I'm sorry. Are you no, familiar? no, please. What, you know what that reminds me of is that <laughs> these fuckheads, like uh, the, these these assholes, uh, the, these right wing assholes, right, lost their minds because NPR recently, like, um, oh yes, uh, they put up uh, the Declaration, the of Declaration Independence. of Independence. <laughs> yes, you're right, and uh, um, they <laughs> because none of them because none of these fucking fuckheads. <laughs> I've ever read the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Fuckheads that they are. Um, there are specific passages that talks about, you know, standing up to tyrants and being free, and they immediately assumed the liberal left is <laughs> rising up. And they're and they're talking about Trump and it's like, oh my god. Like, guys, read a fucking book. <laughs> Open a book, read the fucking book. You don't even need to read the whole book. Just go to Wikipedia. Just, just go to Wikipedia. It's on the Wikipedia. You just have to read the declaration. And on the 4th of July, you're telling me, like, not enough of you got together to say, wait a minute. I think this sounds familiar. I mean, we we, we blow up fireworks, but we can't remember why. Huh. Is it because America? <laughs> um, I saw a really funny uh, um, tweet um, that... Someone said uh, NPR should just uh, post up the War of the Worlds transcript. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of these revolu- like these fucking conservatives will lose their minds. No. You know? I completely believe that. I, uh, you have too many people on that side of the aisle who just don't read and immediately react from the gut and are not well researched or not even well researched not even moderately researched at all um so yeah i honestly believe that we could have a similar situation to the original airing of the war of the worlds where people just freak the fuck out it's like our best and brightest will just you know react accordingly yeah (laughs) i'm ernesto mancibo (laughs) and i'm pablo morale martinez and you're listening to robots Robots versus versus taxes taxes on radio free brooklyn yeah 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 so um, 
enough of that horror. <laughs> yeah, I think we've had. Yeah, we've yeah, had. Hold know. on. We've had our fill. <laughs> fill of that horror. Let's move on to. Um, let's move on to other stuff. Uh, yeah. So uh, we're entering. We're entering a time of um, great uh, comic and pop culture happenings, and there's never any shortage of things that um, we're happy about. Um, what's coming up now? Um, well, what pops out in your mind in terms of like what you're looking forward to? Uh, what I'm looking forward to lately, like in terms of like upcoming shit i'm like thinking about the cowboy bebop tv show yeah okay we're on opposing <laughs> we're on opposing sides to that one um i have no hope uh at least if it's being handled by an american studio which is is what it seems right you know i just have no hope in, a, in, a, in america translating a beautiful and sublime japanese property to an american audience you know um yeah. and i th i feel like any any anime fan probably feels the same way except pablo um <laughs> look don't get me wrong like I, I i i love cowboy bebop and seeing it as a live action uh work um has something exciting to it but i just uh my you faith just can't get on that horse my huh? faith is gone. like for is tv is so good now man tv is so good but it does i just i just don't trust america handling anything japanese you know, I, I just don't trust it. Um, Why did you not like Ghost in the Shell? Uh, shell, shell, shell. <laughs> I've heard that noise before. Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm never gonna live that down. No. But <laughs> All right, guys, that's an inside joke. Perhaps, uh, perhaps they'll expound on it. Not so moment. inside. Oh, I remember being. You know outside. what? God damn it! <laughs> Brought you into that bathroom as tequila. All right, so uh, enough of that. So, yeah, fuck Ghost in the Shell. Um, <laughs> and and plus, I don't think that um, the 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 genius of Yoko Kano, who did all the music for Cowboy Bebop, um, has even been consulted or included in this uh project i mean it's it's super new i mean like enough it's still like i think the rights have just been bought mm -hmm. so i don't know how much uh, like i like time will tell whether they're gonna bring in you know either yoko kano or shinichiro watanabe to to into the fold to uh, like do consulting work on like either the soundtrack or the direction of the series uh but i'm i'm kind of excited um, I mean, like, I'm, I'm kind of like you with, I'm, I'm very wary, especially with like a Japanese property. Mm -hmm. And, uh, especially because like right now for, uh, minorities, especially like those of East Asian and Asian descent, it's super hard to find work. Mm -hmm. Um, as we've also seen, uh, with the recent, uh, letting go of two Asian actors yeah. from the show Hawaii Five O. Hawaii Five O, yeah. Uh, that kind of broke my heart because I kind of love that that actor, uh, Daniel Day Kim. Yeah. And uh, Grace Park, who Grace I Park. love. 
Yeah. I just, hey, careful there, buddy. Uh, uh, platonically. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> They're just lucky that um, that boomer didn't flip out on set. I know. They uh, they they should be fucking lucky. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, I it's not a good time right now. Um, and I just, I think that with all the, the recent shit show of like the whitewashing and people, people bringing that up into the light a little bit more, uh, that, um, they're going to do right by, by, uh, the source property of Cowboy Bebop and actually bring in, uh, actors from around the globe, you know, to be uh, part of this, this very special series. And I actually started doing a little bit of dream casting in terms of like who I think should be, yeah, who I think should play the character, no, that should play the roles. That console went under years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean like dream casting? <laughs> Take that, Sega. 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 No, I I, I like the Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, that was a good system. It's Panzer a, Dragon was my favorite game. Oh God. That was a dope system. It's it's a shame that it didn't uh, didn't do better. But anyway, um, okay, you have faith, and um, I'll be. And you have none. And I have none. <laughs> and uh, one of us will be laughing at the other, um, depending on how this goes. Yeah, oh. I I'm definitely get, getting Batfleck uh, vibes from this. Get the thing. fuck out of here. Yeah, and you know you know how much I fucking you know gloated over Batfleck. I'm like you did a good job, you did a good job. All right, you were right on that one. Yeah. Ben Affleck did do a good job on Batman. Crazier things have happened, obviously, but I—that's different. This is American <laughs> property. This is Japanese. I know. I know. I, I've yet to see them do well by by the Japanese. I know they—they're still batting like O for six now oh. on like anime uh, translations. Like I—I I never watched Dragon Ball Z, the oh. uh, the live action. I re- I still refuse to watch that. Oh, good. Even for though you. it still has like Chaim Fat. I'm like, why Chaim Fat? Chai why did fat. you do that? They he must have. They must have given him a big paycheck. He must have had a gambling debt or something like that. Like, the Yakuza <laughs> were about to take his ankles or some shit, because... It's the triad, Beeb. <laughs> what? It's the triad. He deals with the triad. Oh, well, you're right. You're right. My bad. We uh, also hard-boiled him. Yes, we did. dealt with the triad. <laughs> he dealt with the triad, right. But, yeah, that was that was so sad to see him in that film. It's like, he was, he was just, he's just better than that. You hear that? Chow, Yoon, you're better than that. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. Please don't do bad films like that again. Oh man, at this point, like I'm just like happy he's still working. Yeah. Well, uh, he's yeah. been doing some actually some pretty cool stuff. Some pretty interesting. There was a movie. It was an action comedy he he did called Let the Bullets Fly, which I highly recommend. Hmm. Um, speaking of like Asian films that you should check out, you should check out this fucking South Korean movie called. Oh uh, God! Oh, oh my God! All right, what check, is it? Check it out while it's still there. <laughs> it's like, no, well, oh, I wasn't even going there. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm listeners. 
uh, Pablo and I have known each other for many years, and um, he certainly opened my eyes to <laughs> to different genres. And when he started me on the whole Korean film uh, uh, line of of uh, visuals, that changed me in a very profound way <laughs> because those films. They don't fuck around. They will fuck you up. Yeah. Like, they, they don't do nice. No. <laughs> they're, like, like when they get then when they get in it, they get in it. Like, it's just, like, tears at your soul, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, oh. oh. I think there was. Um, it was the Vengeance trilogy that did it, right? Yes. Yeah, but there was, I mean, they get you, but then you're still, you're forever fascinated because you know that. They're not afraid to go anywhere. Um, what was that recent film? It, it was called the. Um, it was a Korean film. The, the the man from nowhere. No, no, like the the maiden or the house. The handmaiden. Is it the handmaiden? Yeah, it's the handmaiden. The handmaiden, and a friend of mine uh, went to go see it, and she was just like, "Yeah, it's a good film, but uh, the lesbian scene was just so long. It's like yeah, the, uh, like I don't know if you've seen the movie. What's it called? Um, Blue is the warmest color. There, it's a French movie, but they do a prolonged sex. It, the sex scene t- plays out. It it feels like it plays out in real time, and the same goes for uh, this film, The Handmaiden. Wow. It's like it feels like there's a there's a few uh, sex scenes, and they it feels like they play out in in real time. So I'll be checking out The Handmaiden um, <laughs> before the next podcast, and I'll report back to you guys. Just so you know. So you're saying this film that I need to see. Yeah, it's called uh, Hot Train. Fuck. I I call it Hot Train to Busan, but it's just called Train to Busan. Um, <laughs> but it's a zombie movie. Mm. And it's it's actually for like, I know zombies are really played out now mm-hmm. because of The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. And fear of the walking, fear of the walking dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> and anxiety of the fear <laughs> of the worry of the walking dead. Yeah, gotcha. And then, you know, all the talk, all the, the shows with Chris Hardwick that come afterwards. He's <laughs> like, you know, dead roll aids, like <laughs> dead Tums. Um <laughs> joke is so awful um but i think that like like this this movie like d- puts like its own particular spin on the zombie genre and makes it feel really fresh again so i think that you should you should definitely check it out where can i check it out a netflix really it's on netflix yeah and what's that name again uh train to busan it's b-u-s-a-n Train to Busan. Yeah. Gonna check it out. Yeah, Gonna check it out, man. That's out. fucking dope. Um, and uh, also speaking of dope movies, we're gonna check a uh, uh, dope movie uh, 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 ourselves after uh, uh, we do this recording. <laughs> a lot of gold blooming. If you've been with us, listeners, you know good and where will that come from. So, and if not, check out our Facebook page because uh, we we put up some of the explanations of our weird jokes up there. Not all of them. But, you know. And on our Twitter and our Instagram pages, we're even weirder. Yep. Uh, yeah. Lots of lots of random goodness. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
right immediately after this podcast, which we're recording on on Thursday, just so you know. Yeah. So. Oh, in case you guys didn't know, we're not live. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so, in case you didn't realize. There were, there, I mean, there was that at one episode that we did live where you fucked up the theme song. Look, <laughs> I did my fucking best. It was a cold start. All right. I have to be such a fucking asshole oh, that day. Shit. Sorry, man. I just couldn't get the cord tied around either of our arms fast enough to inject the heroin yeah, enough to do this show. I mean, that's why I like to uh, wrap my arm in a TheraBand. Okay. You know, TheraBand, the one exercise tool that you can use to assist your heroin. Adi- All right, let me stop. <laughs> We are in no way sponsored or supported by TheraBand, okay? <laughs> We're sponsored by Sprite. Thanks, guys. Sprite. Ah, refreshing. We're not, We're not sponsored by Sprite. Um. You better stop before before Drake comes over here. Yeah, like, no. just... <laughs> like His body just opens up and Sprite falls out of him. Oh. <laughs> Remember those commercials? Jesus. No, he was in that fucking recording studio with Sharky. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Call back. That's uh, <laughs> but it's like his body opened up and it was like made of machine. Like he, he's a rapping machine. He's a rapping machine that also produces Sprite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his, apparently his last name is Ever and his first name is uh, Greatest. Oh, really? So, um, yeah, that's that. Those were the lyrics at the end of that particular. Oh, commercial. first he's name like, greatest. He's like last name ever, first name greatest. And I started bobbing my head in the theater, and you were like, "Don't bob your head to Drake." <laughs> and like people started to turn around, like, "What?" You know? And I'm like, "Oh shit! Why do you have to say that so loud?" Like, so, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of Drake, but. That doesn't mean anything. It's on record now. But, you know, in case we ever come across Drake, then, you know, for the third podcast of the row, I'm saying I hope you can really fight like Zatoichi because, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, to, to keep his street cred. But <laughs> Drake? He's gonna wanna, oh, come on, he's man. Gonna, but, hey, he's going to want to fight you. You know, Canadian street cred is no joke. I know, right? No, man, like, I'll just fucking tell him, like, I'll be really nice, throw him some poutine, he'll be fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we'll talk hockey. <laughs> um. So anyway, immediately after this recording, we are going to go see Spider-Man Homecoming. Homecoming. Now, this is, we've got high fucking hopes, and from what we can see from the reviews so far, it seems like they might be met or exceeded. Um, this is uh, going to be the first Spider-Man movie that um, has been worked on by the uh, by the MCU, uh, the Marvel Disney uh, unholy partnership um, with Sony. <laughs> Sony, the purveyors of one good movie. <laughs> What was that one good movie? Baby Driver. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. So it's the only Sony movie I can remember that's like that was good for a Sony movie. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> seriously, it must have been like a different division or something. Yeah. Like that. Not the whole hey, let's fuck up a great property for for the sake of money. Yeah. But um, so yeah, this was a partnership between Sony and the Marvel Disney Alliance, and um, 
uh, it means it's going to be done right. The the creative heads between be behind uh, Iron Man and Civil War and the Avengers um, have taken control here, and it looks like we're going to get the Spider Man that uh, that we all deserve. <laughs> We don't need, but yeah, we deserve. Yeah, we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> wanted, wanted to let you hit, uh, go for that one. Yes. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Touche. So uh, it's, it's really fucking exciting. Um, I've already had uh, one or two friends who went to pre-screenings, which upset me in a way because it's like we're supposed to be the guys. Yeah, who, I know, right? You know, like we got we to gotta get further into the industry so that we I get know. like, you know. Radio Free Brooklyn, make it happen. Exactly. You know, come on, Radio Free. It's like we're your ambassadors for this yeah. genre, you know. So, uh, yeah. I don't know how true that is. I'm pretty sure they actually have another geek show somewhere within their universe. Yeah. The Radio Free Universe. The, the extended the Radio, Radio Free, Free Brooklyn Uni Universe. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps at some point there needs to be a civil war. Civil war. <laughs> we're, we're calling you out other show. <laughs> <laughs> Whomever you are. It's you versus robots versus, versus taxes. <laughs> In a no holds barred geek off. <laughs> but uh, back to the subject at hand. Yeah, it'd be great if at some point we get Venom, who is being played by one of our favorite actors. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah. The great uh, uh, Tom Hardy Tom. from the League of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to have Bane Venom. <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Venom. What was that? Venom. I can't. I can't. I'm, we're supposed to fight. We're, who are you? Bane. Oh. <laughs> it's me. It's Bane. I had to take off the, the breather because this is what I actually sound like. And nobody really gets to know the real Bane. That'd actually be a little be a little creepy if Bane had like the most like regular voice, you know, <laughs> while he's crushing people's throats. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Frowny biscuit. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so to have an actor like uh, Tom Hardy um, playing this role, I, I think he could just bring something really special yeah. to the character. Um, no offense to Topher Grace. Actually, every offense to Topher <laughs> Grace. What were you thinking? You shouldn't have played that role. They shouldn't have hired you. Anybody who's involved should be caned. But... Um, <laughs> But yeah, but uh, yeah, this definitely has a lot of potential, and we hope they'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, we're gonna check it out soon mm -hmm. at ye old Alamo Draft House. So uh, Alamo Draft House, much props to you guys. Love, uh, and we're we're not sponsored by Alamo Draft House, but damn, those guys are fucking cool. Guys, you don't even have to sponsor us; just give us two tickets a month, <laughs> and we will always mention you. All right. I think that's a good place to cap it, actually. Yeah? Okay, yeah. cool. Did you say cap it as like a reference to Captain America? Are you trying to start another fucking fight at the end of this podcast? That's or? right. You know yeah. what? Captain Marvel's going down this time. Captain Cap Mar Marvel's okay. going down this time? Sorry. All right, now you're mixing up comic book and <laughs> cinematic universe. And, um, yeah, Tony Stark doesn't want it with Carol Danvers. <laughs> he really doesn't. Uh, I'm actually kind of worried for him. 
hmm. now because I, I heard that Robert Downey Jr. is just like, well, it's a good time to leave. I'm just <laughs> like, I hate to only saying that because they're going to fucking kill his ass in one of these movies. Uh, they're going to put him in a coma fucking, yeah. you know, or do something. But he's such a popular character, like, they'll do it in a way that he can come back. Yeah. You know, as so. John Hamm. <laughs> that's that's my oh, dream. Shit. That's my dream. Oh shit! All right. Fucking yeah. All right. <laughs> I put it up on Twitter. I'm like, fucking John. Can- John Ham is Iron Ham. <laughs> <laughs> you already here first. The the more you say it, the more it grows on me. I gotta say, I gotta say. But um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening in. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And this has been Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Woo! You take care, guys. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the week. Uh.